only we had a runner on the podcast. Mm. <laughs> There's a a jogger. <laughs> Is that Justin's cup? Yeah. I was sitting here like, why do you have a couple of J on it? Jogger. Jogger. That's what. That's what I thought you were. Mm-mm. We ran today at like. What time did we start our workout? Well, 45 minutes before like 6.30. So like 5.30 we went out there and we were just running. So not the green box that's in front of my house, but the next one down that's in front of these guys. Mm -hmm. So we would like walk from one green box to the next and then run to the next green box that's in Chase's yard. And then we turn around and we walk and then we would run. So it was just like a walk run thing. And then after like 18 minutes, I was like, I'm done with this whole thing. We're going to do something else. <laughs> it was like 92 degrees outside too. It was miserable. But you're the one that wants me to run around and do obstacles. Yeah, but yeah, I but. did it. That's my second workout of the day. I haven't done one. I'm going to do one tonight. I already walked like two and a half miles with a 20 pound, 10 pound best. That doesn't was even it sound 10 like or 20? fun. 10. It was 10. Mm-hmm. Have you been working on your pull-ups? Yeah. Yeah. I can do like I can do them, but I have to let go completely and start over. I Wait, can't. How are you doing them? Like, like chin this, ups? Like chin ups, pull- yeah. Okay. So like I can start all the way down, and without jumping, pull myself up and lower myself down. But then I'm like I can't go back up, so I have to like shake it out, and then do two, <laughs> shake it out. I don't know why that has to be like that, but that's how I have to. But do you it. can get so one after another. Right. As long as you rest in between. As long as I shake it out. <laughs> shake it out. You know what we need to do? We need to practice our spear through. You don't need to practice that. Did you make it? Yes. On all three of the Spartan races? Not all know. three of them, I, but I made them I, on two out of three. I've never made it. We'll get, find a javelin. We can go find a javelin. Right? College throws javelins. So, throw javelins. so these aren't like legit spears. They're it's just like a broomstick with a knife taped to the end. It's like a uh, pitchfork. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like a pitchfork and they cut out the other two forks. It's like a, <laughs> so they get, they're it's like a broomstick a with a weapon. knife. Yeah. yeah. And it's like on a string and you have to throw it and stick it into a hay bale. And if you don't yeah. get it, you have to do 30 burpees. Oh, I will get it then. Every obstacle you don't yeah, get, you have to I'm do 30 burpees. I'm really worried about these obstacles. Nobody ever does the 30 burpees. Well, we did them when we were I'm going to feel like, I'm no, gonna feel like I'm, I have to, do, to. You're supposed to do 30 burpees on mm. your own. No, you're not. Yes, you are. No, the rules say your team can do them as a team. Y'all are going to be doing a lot of no burpees. No way. Because it's the, 30 burpees on your own. They make me use my arms. I don't think so. Dumb. If I make the spear throw and you miss it, that doesn't mean I have to do burpees. You have it to do burpees. It doesn't mean you have to do it. But, but you take when it for the team. It's as a team, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think that's that's then the thing. Go on Spartan and read the rules. Fine, then your okay. shirt can say I'm not doing your burpees. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know that's what he wants his shirt perfect. to say. <laughs> I was gonna put I'm here for the beer. Justin, but he can't something. have beer. <laughs> I know. Oh, sorry. You know, I don't drink beer. beer because I don't like carbonated drinks. Lame. So Justin can have a beer. Four beers. <laughs> four beers. You can have four beers. And be smashed off of the first two. That's what he says. Yeah, he doesn't drink beer often. I don't know how they drink like the Trulies. They're so bad. I don't like anything that's that carbonated. The Kelly's given me a couple of them. The tea mm-hmm. one, horrible. Horrible aftertaste. Like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I can have regular beer, but I have to be in the mood for it. I don't think there's a 
time or place I ever say, you know, I'd really like a beer. Actually, I take that back. I will drink a dose at a sporting event, I think. Or like yeah. a basketball game, I would totally do you do like the whole salt and lime situation. Drink a what? Mm-hmm. A Dos Equis. Oh. Yeah, salt lime dressed. Yeah, that's my that's my beer of choice. If there if that's not available, I don't want anything else. Uh, Dos Equis beer is good, but it's just heavy. Well, I only drink like one. I don't know. I can't find it. There's too much to look on here. What's your drink of choice? Well, uh, like in life. No. Is this like like Dallas, like chocolate milk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like if you're drinking. Oh, cherry vodka sour. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. I'm a vodka drinker. Mm. No, man. Any vodka? Yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate because there have been times I've brought home vodka and, and Justin will be like, don't buy vodka in plastic containers. And I'm like, it's cheaper. <laughs> it's like $10. We used to, <laughs> we used like, to get those for that. our high school parties. Yeah. Well, I get chastised. You don't buy vodka in plastic containers. Vodka's like, uh, vodka's the one hard liquor that you can really taste the difference between cheap and expensive. Especially if you're shooting well, it. For for me, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're yeah, shooting it. Because it'll taste like hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight rubbing alcohol. Yes. Mm. That's gross. No yeah, way. it's bad. Uh, the only vodka I like, uh, I mean, I haven't had a bunch, but... Uh, the one I like is uh, Ciroc, Ciroc and Grey Goose. Grey Goose, yeah. Grey Goose is good. I, I used to drink Grey Goose with Red Bull when we were in Vegas. Ooh, I drink a lot of vodka and Red Bull until it took like one time for me to get real sick off that. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that again. I don't drink vodka because I get super emotional when I drink it. <laughs> but um, I like Bel- Belvedere. Have you ever had it? It's I don't think so. Uh, it's almost in a ball like Grey Goose, except it's skinny and taller. I don't know how to explain it. It's so really I won't good vodka. Give you vodka. No, I won't drink tequila. it. I mean, you can give it to me, but I ain't going to drink it. You can drink tequila? I can drink tequila, but I have to be very cognizant of who I'm around because I get very mouthy. So, like rum. Like what the, do you drink the little then? filter that, that I have goes away. That's just her excuse to uh, be herself. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I'm just going to like tequila. drink and like. Like, just be happy through the night. I'll typically drink whiskey. Okay, hold on. Welcome, everybody, to the Sell Me Something Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz <laughs> Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? Hey, babes. Ha-ha. <laughs> and then today we have a guest, um, Aaron Leeper. Mm-hmm. What's up? Hi. She's back <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> or second or third. No, no yeah, one knows. Fourth, fifth. How I, many times? I think this is like the fifth or sixth time no, that you've been on here. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Sometimes I just listen. I don't talk, so those don't count. No, yeah. you've talked every time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, you're here, <laughs> and uh, so we're supposed to talk about running mm-hmm. because she she likes to jog. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> but we got off on a tangent. Uh, the Spartan race, which led into beer because they serve beer at the Spartan race, and then led into our, liquor, <laughs> uh, liquor, and our drink of choice, and how Aaron likes to drink vodka, vodka from vodka plastic bottles, <laughs> <laughs> from plastic bottles. If it's if it's not in a plastic bottle, get that shit out of here. You, you buy it at the gas station, like the little bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm trying to be a better vodka drinker, and but that means nice, pretty bottles, so that I don't get chastised for cheap vodka drinking. Even if they're plastic? You know, I really don't care as long as it's <laughs> vodka. I'm it's like okay. drinking box wine. Uh, I don't do that. 
I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yes, you would. I, I would. I don't think I would be able to tell the difference because I don't drink wine, so I just. I just recently started drinking wine, mm. and uh, yeah, I don't like. I don't understand how you do the flavor, but I did the same thing with beer. Uh, like everybody goes off on all these craft beers and the hops and whatever, but light and I'm it good. It tastes like good beer. <laughs> it tastes like beer. And then yeah. with wine, it's like give me the dark wine and I'm good. Like, this is the velvet so here. I'm, I'm not picky. Oh yeah, that is pretty. Okay, I'll get that vodka next time. Oh, it's, it's and got I like won't share tree. it with you. That's fine. That's I good. won't drink it. Good. So there was one time when I was like barely 21 i was stationed in vegas um no i wasn't i was 21 (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) yes you were (laughs) and we drank me and one of my friends drank a bottle of absolute but it had like all these like it looked like a disco ball but absolute is number one the worst vodka you could possibly drink and it was just a night full of like throwing up and crying but and it, it looked like a mess. disco ball it did look like a so, disco ball <laughs> in that case uh, go for to it to be young again yeah <laughs> and i just woke up the next morning all cheery oh <laughs> gosh no no now i'll be miserable for two months if i drink like that yeah, yeah. i can't do it oh i wouldn't make it that far <laughs> i'd be like three drinks in and thrown up already i <laughs> <laughs> can't do it all right, so now we're we're done with our drinking tangent. <laughs> we could go on all night. Yes. Um, so you're a runner. Yes. It's come up on the podcast before. I love yeah. running. It was in our pet peeves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pet peeves. No, no, but being called a runner as opposed to being a called jogger. a jogger. Yes. Yeah, I, that was on our pet peeve podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I oh I forgot about that podcast. Yeah, I was on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. I love running love it like i dream of running That's and i like think about running all the time your instagram is filled with running, running stuff yes and it, well when i'm running i think about my next run like i just spend my days thinking about the run it's Inception. it's really intense it's like when i wake up in the morning and i ask alexa what the weather is i automatically start planning the run at that point Oh, <laughs> that's funny, Alexa. Alexa, um, shut up! <laughs> Not right now, Alexa. Right there. But I plan my whole like that's what I do first thing. Figure out the weather. She's still telling us. Oh my gosh! See, she wants Alexa, to help me out. Off. <laughs> Can't mention her name anymore. I didn't know it was right there. Imagine somebody in your family's name was that her. I don't want to say it again. That would be you frustrating. Would have to be able to have it. I think you could change her name to re- to answer to something else. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Hey, bitch. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> <don't> answer. <laughs> uh, then Siri will answer. Oh. Oh, so what's the worst weather that you ran in? Um, did I you mean, run in snowpocalypse? Yeah, I did. did. The snow's not bad to run in because it's pretty and you don't get hot. But I've ran in like hail, but I didn't start running in the hail. I was running and it started raining and then it started hailing and you have to get home. So you just like close your eyes because you're like running into it. <laughs> I think <laughs> you close like, your eyes on where it is. You close your eyes on all the runs because <laughs> no, I don't know how I many times we've, I we've passed you. <laughs> I'm in the zone. Like I'm so in love with running that I, all I'm doing is looking at where my feet are going and nothing else exists. It's the weirdest thing. 
it's like the best place to be like as soon as i start moving it's like the world is just like i'm in a movie that's what it is boring to run the same path around the neighborhood all the time yeah no it gets really boring well you don't run the same path though do you unless it's nighttime then i just run around the block over and over and over and that gets boring but i'm too scared to venture off so i'm driven by fear (laughs) to run the same path but normally i don't run the same path so and how far do you usually run I mean, the furthest I've ever run is 13. Here lately, I haven't gone over three or four because my knee, trying to baby it back to health. On a standard day, what do you do? Um, it really just depends. So, like, I'll be like, I'm going to go out on a 10-mile run. And then I'll start <laughs> running, and my body's like, absolutely not. <laughs> and I'll be like, all right, that was two and a half. And then the next day, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go for a mile. And my body's like, no, you can do 12. And then, like, I'll just... Is whatever my body says. So you just go off a of feeling? Yeah. Like, because if you tell yourself, like, I'm going to go 10 and you're not feeling it, it's going to be a really crappy 10 miles and you're going to hate it. Hate every moment of it, especially if your body's hurting and you're just making it more injured. And so then the days that you feel good, your body's like, yeah, yeah, go, go. And so you just do it. So I just do whatever I feel like. So you're just running just because you love Cause to I run. Because I love it, yeah. Not to meet any kind of goal or to stay in shape or I anything like that. I make goals for myself. So like, what are some of the goals you set? So last April, I set to run a minimum of 50 miles a month for a year. And I made it, <laughs> except it's April, so I need this month, to, but I'm way behind. <laughs> so I made it like all the way up until this April. But then I was like, I think it's already like a year, right? Because I already oh. did an April last year. Yeah, because I met it in April oh, last yeah, year. yeah, that would be 13 So then months. technically, yeah. So I was like real upset. I was like, I'm not going to make that 50. I've done it since like April when COVID first happened and I've accepted it. My body wasn't ready. It's okay. So. 50, mo- or 50 miles, that's a lot. It's not that bad. What, do you run every day? I want to, but I don't. So I'll run like five times a week. And then I've started since January incorporating lifting. So then I lift like three, four times a week, run five-ish times a week. So some days are two a days? Mm-hmm. What yeah. are you doing for lifting? Whatever. Like, well, I have like a core day and I have an upper body day and a lower body day. Okay. So, so I do. You like, don't just go in there and like. I don't just go in there and be like bicep curls and squats sounds great. And then like walk off. <laughs> like I make the workouts. I am a certified personal trainer. Are you really? Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I got certified last February. What'd like you have to do to get certified? Why do you pretend like you don't know this? I she was like not going to be a teacher in all this. And we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I knew those were... No, <laughs> yeah. no, hold on. Time out. Let me defend myself. <laughs> That's true. I knew that was in, <laughs> your, very true. in your plans, but I didn't know you went through and got yeah, the certification. I did. I, you take a test. Yeah, you just mail it in, right? No, or is you, it go online? In, you go when you're proctored. So I took it February 2020, right before COVID happens. Mm. And so... I've had my certification for over a year and have done nothing with it. How long do you have it for? Forever. Well, you have to do your continuing education hours and you'll keep up with it. You have to turn in your hours every five years. And how many do you have to have? I don't know. I have over half of them by already. Because when I got it, COVID happened and then they offered all these online 
summits and conferences and i was like might as well do that so while i was stuck at home all day i just did all these online oh so summits. you take you just go like seminars or or mm-hmm. whatever and that counts as your hours as long as they're accredited yeah and not personal training no it has nothing to do with you being a trainer it just has to do with your education hours sounds like a money scam well if i was <laughs> a personal trainer it would make more sense for me because then i'd be making money and putting money towards it but i'm not doing anything with it so, so you don't have to take a test every month or every Mm-mm. year or something like no. that it's just one and done i figured you would have to like keep it updated like every two yeah, years yeah to like free up mm-hmm. no that was a really hard test i don't think i could pass it again really it was very hard there's a lot of math math yeah they gave me a calculator and i thought it was hilarious because i was like i don't need this and then i got to the questions i was like oh crap was it <laughs> oh, for like nutrition man. No, it was for like percentages of mm, things okay. and I don't know. I don't I really couldn't tell you. There was a whole section I failed epically pertaining to numbers. So what was your plan behind personal training? I was going to go be a personal trainer. But uh like specifically for what? Cuz you know, you have some personal trainers like, "Hey, I can help you get big. Like you want to be a bodybuilder?" So I wanted to do women's health. I wanted to work in uh like health and wellness not fitness if that makes sense it does so i wanted well, to be so to me it does yeah so instead of being like oh your goal is to be faster or stronger i wanted to work with people that's like hey you need a lifestyle change prescribed by your doctor and these are things you need to start doing to be able to live not to be able to be faster or stronger yeah so I was going more towards like. So yeah, it's more towards the health side rather than performance. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do that health and wellness. And then COVID happened, ruined everything. <laughs> like <laughs> really everything. There were three jobs I wanted to apply for. And then COVID happened and they withdrew all three of them. And I kept teaching and those jobs never went back up. Okay. Oh, so it was sad. like to go to a local gym and then, Hey, I didn't want to go to a gym at all. So there was one like in Shannon that was okay. for women's health. All right. I so there was like inside of, yeah. 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 Cause my, gym, my, so gym. my degree is in health and wellness and I got into health and wellness thinking that it, my dream was to open a gym. Right. <gasps> we could team up yeah oh my so, gosh oh i got some plans for the future okay um it, we could talk about it a little. but <laughs> my degrees in health and wellness thinking that that was going to help me uh towards fitness and like coaching people and you know go that route opening up a gym and stuff but it turned in more into the health aspect which yeah. uh it doesn't teach you like the science of, of movement and exercise and all that it's more along like what you're talking about going into a doctor's office or a clinic or something. And then you have your health and wellness person like, Hey, this is what you need to do to have a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. It wasn't just exercise focus, which still helps, but a lot of that was not stuff that I wanted to get into. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't want to get into the medical side and it was kind of, it started going that route. Yeah. I got kinesiology 
is what I got my degree in. Yeah. So exercise science. But then, because I always wanted to do personal training, and then the older I got, I was like, man, I don't want to be in a gym and have some dude walk in and be like, I need gains. And I'm going to be like, no, nah, yeah. I don't care. Like, <laughs> what, <laughs> I don't yeah. want to do that. Well, the beauty of it is that you can tailor it to whatever uh, customer you want or whatever client you want mm-hmm. on personal training. And if like they're the ideal fit, then you can do personal training for them. But yeah, it's not a one size fits all. No. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I didn't want to. I can't imagine myself in a gym. I can't see me doing that. Maybe I could. I just want to have a smoothie bar. Okay, can you have the <laughs> smoothie bar in my gym? I don't want any of the other parts. I'll just make smoothies. <laughs> okay. I will drink your smoothies. Yeah. I will tell people to drink your smoothies. You open a gym. You be the trainer. I'll make smoothies. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Someone has to do the math. I've held that part. <laughs> I'm good at math. That's you. <laughs> good. You can I'll do, do the books. Math. Okay, good. Thank yeah, you. I'll come up with all the ideas. You execute. Yes. Oh, yeah, because we started doing 75 hard. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you know exactly what it is, but whatever. It's like a, it's not a, they don't tag it as a, a fitness challenge. It's more like a mental toughness challenge. Mm-hmm. Anyways, there's a huge aspect of fitness. And since I've been doing it, it like lit the fire back under me to get back into fitness. Because since I was young and then up until, I don't know, maybe a few years ago, like my thing was fitness and I want to have a gym I want to do this and then that dream kind of faded out just like oh maybe it's not um reachable or or attainable it's not a reality like I gotta you know come back to the real world right and then after doing this and then I started listening to the podcast uh like the ones I used to listen to the ones that like had my mind going everywhere and I'm back into it like I'm gonna fucking do this you should like I'm gonna make fitness a living it would I would love to do it. I would love to wear gym clothes to work. Yep. That is like ponytails all day. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Do I need makeup? No, because I'm probably gonna sweat. Like that right there automatically is amazing. Yeah. And then to be like, let me help you be better. Let me help you be independent independently better. Like I don't need you to be dependent on me. I just wanna teach you these things so that you can be better. That sounds like the best thing ever. Hell yeah. Like, that would be so much fun. And then send them to drink smoothies. Yep. Yeah. And I'll sign them up for their membership. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, so we talked about this a lot. And I'm just going to, like, throw this out there because I know you want to say it, but you're not going to. So he's had this plan for a lot, and I always shut it down. <laughs> it's always my fault. But the reason is, and I'm going to defend myself here, like, as you did earlier, is because it's not that I don't want him to do it, but with our continuous movement, yeah. it's not that it's a bad time or like you can make anything be the right time in my opinion. But like if we set it up and then in two years we leave, it typically takes three to five years before you even start making a profit off of a business. Depends. So yeah, it depends. So like if we set this up and in two years, we're like, business is booming and we have all these customers and then they're like, okay, go to Alaska. Then we're fucked. Yeah. Okay, but the idea is not based around a gym. Like, I don't want overhead like that. So my idea- But you have to have a location. No, you don't. I'm telling you, I got ideas. You can do everything I got, online. I have plans. I don't know how many times I've turned on the TV to get onto YouTube and I follow specific like trainers or- yoga instructors yes. and they do everything online i mean like you could totally do that you could live stream it and have your clients like virtually you could but it would be more fun to have a gym yeah it <laughs> that would. would be way more cool 
It would, but... Like a studio. Yes. Yeah. Someone's going to have to clean the mirrors. I'm not. I don't like mirrors. I'm out. All right, yeah. no mirrors. Then. We'll take the mirrors out. Yeah, before the idea was to open up a gym, specifically a CrossFit gym, and then turn into just strength and conditioning, just all around fitness gym, uh, growing out of a CrossFit gym. But now, these days, it's not what I want. My idea is it's a little more specific than just having the gym and having people work out and showing them how to properly work out. It's more along the lines of like what you're saying, build a better lifestyle. Um, but in the end, I just want to, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad. Like there are too many people that are obese and it's ruining lives without them even mm -hmm. knowing. I, I want to make that curve go the other way, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's like, that just like you were saying help people just, get, yeah be a better version of themselves yes because i don't want to do bench press someone else might need to yeah you got to tailor it to them fit their life yeah i just think so of that line um like what clientele do you want to tailor to just everybody yeah i think like the best clientele for what you're talking is like young adults uh no I'm thinking the clientele that I will have. I, and don't get this twisted. I'm, I'm going to take anybody at first, right? I'm going to take whoever wants to do it or has interest. And But I have the options like, you know what? It's not going to work out. You, We, we part our separate ways or they can do the same, right? Um, but I think mine's going to go towards the older crowd. So 30 plus, 40 mm -hmm. plus. Because that's around the time, you know, that I'm speaking from experience. I'm 37 now. Like when you hit 30 or maybe a little bit past 26, 27, you start losing your athletic edge or you like your <laughs> drive. And, you know, because everything starts coming into play, you're either married or you have a, a serious relationship, you have kids and or like you're just working to pay bills. Yeah. Right. Or you're thinking about that part of the future and you kind of let go of like your athletic side or your fitness side. And you're like, well, you know, I've had a good run. And then you start giving yourself the excuse. Well, I'm 30 now. So it's just going to happen. Right. It doesn't have to happen. Yeah, it doesn't. And I've, I've proven that to myself plenty of times because when I did really well in CrossFit, aside from when I first found it was when I was 30 plus when I ran a marathon, I was 30 plus. I mean, the best marathon runners are over 30, over 35. Like that's, you can't put yeah. age as a limitation. Exactly. Um, 75 hard like that, that we started. We're 28 days in and we're kicking ass. Like I feel, I feel good. I feel good. Then that's what's like lighting this fire back under my ass. And uh, I'm 37 and I feel like I'm only going to get better. Um, and then once we can actually have some rest days, it'll be better. Yes. But, and, no I rest days is hard. and I feel like I have a lot more experience um, than what I did when I was younger and smarter ways of training and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I have a degree that can back me up a little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I want to get people back into like, hey, you don't have to quit when your life is set up. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, I got a family. I got the house. I got bills. I got a career you know, health is secondary. I don't think it has to be that way. Mm -mm. I mean, we're proving that right now that we're finding time to do all this shit. Yeah. With three kids. It's a lot. Yeah. Jobs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything. She's working on her PhD. I'm working on my master's. Yep. So like everything. School job, kids. Yeah. Yep. Still doing it. 
Yeah. And closing people's back gates. <laughs> Doing kind deeds along the way. Yeah. So this wasn't the direction that the podcast was supposed to go, but like I'm all excited and uh, I'm glad it, it went that way. And I'm kind of like putting my ideas out there for the future. But So aside from your coaching, like, because obviously you coach running, mm -hmm. but aside from your coaching, have you ever took someone who like doesn't run at all and trained them in running? I mean, I've had friends that have been like, can I start running with you? And I'm like, absolutely. But do you give them tips like, hey, you run weird? Oh, yeah. You, it comes like, out. Like, I can't. Being still? It'd be like, yeah. Like, it'd be <laughs> like if someone was lifting next to you and they had awful form, you wouldn't be like, well, that person sucks. <laughs> like, you would not do that. You'd be like, bro, like, let me help you. Like, no, absolutely. So if it was your friend and they were oh, yeah, awful, buddy, yeah. you would be like, let me help you. So when my friends are running with me, I'm like, hey, <laughs> you're panting like a dog. Let's fix this for a second. Yeah. So yeah, it, you have to, you can't just let them suck. Like that's rude. Yeah. I mean, you can, but <laughs> that's it, me. The, the thing that sucks is like when you give people advice, some of them are very receptive more often than not. They're like, yeah, whatever, man, just, I've been doing this forever. I'm good. Or just leave me alone. And maybe that's a guy thing too. I mean, because I think girls just think that, but they don't say it aloud. Maybe. Or maybe the people that are running with me have asked me to help them or like, hey, mm. can I start running with you? Which I guess then they feel like mm. I'm smarter. So they'll take Probably that people advice. ask you that and then you just bail on them. I don't. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no. See, and when you start personal training and they ask you that, um, they'll have some skin in the game because they're paying you money. It's right. like, oh, maybe I should listen yeah. to her. Like you should. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It'd be fun. No, I love it <laughs> no, i couldn't figure out the word that came. i love it it came running, out running. running fitness health it it came out so top three things that you should know to be like a great runner what are they shoes are the most important thing hell yeah you it's the foundation of your whole body bad shoes tears everything up from the feet up so literally everything so and you i guess the second thing would be listen to your body like you don't have to go because you wrote you have a goal by the end of the week and you're behind does not mean you have to go kill yourself to get those miles when your body's telling you like hey man take we gotta take it easy so like rest and listening to your body is super important i mean i guess unless you're training for something massive just listen to what your body's saying and that's big like and that goes for any aspect of fitness yeah because people they'll just try to push through an injury or something and yeah. or like push through something that's on the verge of breaking mm -hmm. and they're like nah fuck it I, I can do it i'll just warm up a little bit more or i'll stretch a little bit more and then it winds up way yeah, worse you tear it you pull a hamstring yeah. you tear a hamstring you dislocate out of something happens right mm -hmm. something crazy and it's because you were pushing that limit when you should have backed off for that day or that week or something yeah yeah. I mean, you have to listen to your body and it gets frustrating because I'll be like, I'm going to go at, at least five miles and I'll make it like a quarter of a mile in and my body just is like, not today. And I'm like, yes, body today. <laughs> and like, I argue with it. And then eventually I'm like, you know, I don't know why I'm doing that. Like, what, what's it going to gain me? Like, I'm just going to hurt tomorrow and I'm going to hate running, which that's probably never going to happen, but I would hate for that to happen. So I'll just be like, all right, just walk home. I'll just like do like some walk of shame back to the house. Like, well, I got tired. <laughs> like, it happens a lot. The like, story where you were just standing there and then in you my friend again. 
<laughs> I was laughing so <laughs> I was did you hear that no. story I was running it was like a nine mile run and I was on Twin Mountain I was over a mile away from the house and I just stopped I was like man I'm tired I need to rest <laughs> I listened to my body like I listened to it and my body said take a rest I said okay I was standing in the grass I was like whatever and one of my friends biked by and stopped and he's like you okay and I was like I was just tired <laughs> I got tired I needed to take a break <laughs> he's like you need some water I'm like nah I'll just start running when I'm ready again. <laughs> he rode off and I was like, well, now I need to go running again because I'm literally standing on the side of the road like... Two hours later. All right, I'm, I'm like, good. Nah, nah, it's fine. I was just resting. So like my body says rest and I'm like, yeah, okay. It says eat a snack. I say, yeah, okay. <laughs> Whatever. I carry a little little fanny pack with my little snacks in it for running. What Not like snacks? through life. Like I don't carry a fanny pack <laughs> That's, that's all day, stuff. not just running. All day, my <laughs> snack pack. No. I, I want to bring that back, the fanny packs. What? They're back. The fanny packs are back. What snack do you eat during running? Um, those little gummies or gels. Like the Cliff gummies? Yeah, the Gatorade gummies, Cliff gummies, any of those gummies. The Cliff gummies are good. They have the those Gatorade ones. Yeah. The, the Gatorade ones are horrible. They just cut them in half. And they'll be like two because, you know, it's like four squares. Mm-hmm. So in the Spartan race, when you get to like the water stand, they'll have those little gummies or like a banana or something. Pickle shots. I love pickle juice. Ooh, I can't do that. Yeah. Oh, well, when my muscles hurt, my body says, you better chug it. And I'm like, yes, body. I will do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I never knew, I guess. Um, I'm just not smart on fitness in general because I don't like working out. I just would rather be fat. But <laughs> here we are. Um, and so... In this challenge, I had to read a book, and I chose the David Goggins book. Have you ever read it? Mm-mm. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah, because you told me about it the other day oh, when yeah. I was walking with y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, he has good stories, and he runs, like, ultra marathons and, like, all this crazy stuff. But he was saying during his runs, like, every so many miles, he would take sodium tablets, and I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. But I guess that would out. be the same mm-hmm, like purpose as, like, a pickle yeah. shot, right? Yeah. I would I would assume because it's just like vinegar, which is. Very I mean, there was a time we were biking and we were doing one of those MS one fifties, and you have a rest stop every thirteen to fifteen miles, and you just when you're hurting, you tell yourself like just get to the next aid station, like that's all you got to do. And I was like, I was at that point where I was telling myself like just get to it, like all you got to don't tell your team you're hurting, like get to the next aid station, and I was on the struggle bus like dying and then they made an executive decision hey guys we're gonna skip the next aid station <laughs> i was like no. oh no i was dying i was like i gotta tell them and then i was like i can't i can't make it 20 more miles so i was like uh guys hey it's me in the back <laughs> like i'm stopping <laughs> i am really dying like everything hurts like my mo- like i'm getting charlie horses well on a bicycle like that freaking hurts like i need help and they're like oh well we'll stop here take this salt tablet and i was like sure whatever like i will take anything i took it took some water at the rest station but god never cramped again like for real that was like 13 miles in and then after that i was like what oh I don't remember hurting like <laughs> oh, I feel shit. good that's the same purpose as mustard i think because yeah. yes very high in shots, sodium yeah. too um <laughs> so last time we did the 10k <laughs> spartan race so in <laughs> in 2016 we did the trifecta so we did the 5k the 10k and the like 14 miles so that's like uh whatever k oh, we should do it this year no no okay it's, just not, a, it's not a 10k so no this one, one that we're about to do is, is a 10 
That's a 10K. It's 10 miles. No, it's, no, it's a 10K. It's 10K. It says so 10K on it. It's three <laughs> miles and then six miles. Okay. And then, so yes, they used to be gaps. So it could be like between three and five, between six and 10, between 12 and 14. But now they're like specific lengths. Okay. Well, because when we did in 2016, one was uh, 5K. It was three miles. The next one was 10 miles. It was 10 miles. And then 14.5 miles or something. Yeah. yeah. So we did them all in one year. And every time you do a race, you get a like a, a pie piece of a circle. And then when you do all three races, they magnet together and make like the full circle. But you have to do all the races in one year because each year change it changes. Shape. So you can't mix and put it together. Them. Yeah. Well, anyways, we did it all in 2016, and in the the middle race, the one that we're doing in a few weeks, his brother did it with us, and we were probably like three miles in, and by this time... Oh, we were pretty close to the end. N- no, we weren't. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, we were. No, sir. We'll call it halfway. We were <laughs> okay, not Okay, we were halfway. <laughs> we were halfway in, and... All of a sudden, we just hear, he's like, ah, hi, ah, ah. and I'm like, what is happening? Like, are you okay? Because Crazy. at one point in the trail, so that one was in, it was in Austin. Yeah, it yeah. was in Austin. At one point in the trail, the trail gets very, like, small, so everyone's kind of in single file, and you're jumping over, like, tree branches, and you're running through creeks, and it's just, like, the ground is all wet, where everybody has ran through it before you, and his brother was like getting this Charlie horse like all the way down his leg and he couldn't even say words. He was like, ah! <laughs> and words we're all like, come out. we're all like, what the hell is happening? So we're like standing, he's trying to like walk it out, but his leg is like stiff. And some guy came by and just like <laughs> in a nice way threw like five mustard packets at him. Like, I'm not going to stop to help you, but here's some mustard. Yeah. He's like, here, eat all these. Boom. And then he just like yep. kept running. It's a, it and works. I was like, that sounds so like i'd rather have a charlie horse than eat five packets no no because when you in the middle so you say that but then in the middle of a charlie horse and i'm not talking about like in the middle of the night or when you're chilling in your house when you're in the middle of an activity and you have a charlie horse i would freaking eat poop or something to get rid of it that's a bad i maybe i wouldn't that was very extreme Uh. (laughs) but mustard doesn't sound bad like it sounds bad right now but when it hurts you're like give me the mustard (laughs) but yeah i feel like that's i don't know so I've we'll never see. cramped up like that during Ooh. exercise. I haven't while uh, running, but biking, biking got me. Yeah. Tried to die on a bike. It was, but day you, it two. was probably really hot outside. And you it was our second day. A lot of miles. Yeah. yeah. And but probably wasn't hydrated. When we do it, it's going to be fucking hot. I'm not scared. Yeah. Who signed up for the <laughs> afternoon though? Let me point that out. All the mornings were sold out. Okay. Why'd you make me sign up so late? Well, we, I thought we were doing the one in the morning on Sunday, and you were like, I like Saturday better, and I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> but was I was like, decision. Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. And I know. I was like, well, I told him, I was like, hey, do you want to do the sprint, which is the, the 5K. 5K? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And then... Um, Somebody said Saturday. And then I was like, well, Aaron said she liked Saturday better. No, you better. said you agreed. I said, do you want to do... I'm about to this read our one. messages. And you can read them. And you said, <laughs> I like the idea of the 5K 
but the sound of Saturday better. Yes. It's pretty much exact verbiage from that text message. Creepy. And I was like, I agree on Saturday because if I run this race on Sunday, and I don't want to go, go to work. work on Monday. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or if I run this race on Sunday and then have to drive home. Yes. That sounds awful. I'm not okay with that. So, yeah. That sounds awful. So, that was that's why yeah. it could have been any distance on saturday i'd have been like do the 100 miles saturday and i would have <laughs> just died out there it would have been fine but no i think it'll be fun oh it will be fun it'll be a ton of fun it's gonna be a good time i'm a little worried about justin he doesn't do a physical activity so i'm a little worried what's about to happen there yeah so the last time we did it uh the following day was brutal the rest of that week was brutal uh because we didn't train for it we didn't prepare nothing we just we had our normal workouts that we do but so you're telling me i'm about to die too no um because a lot, like a lot of this stuff, um, I'm very bottom half of my body strong. <laughs> That's me. Like I have really strong legs. I have like, a strong core. These arms. I don't have a <laughs> <laughs> these noodles. Um, but there are some obstacles where it's like there's a baseball hanging, and then there's like a ring, and then there's like a bar and you have to get from this side to that side like swinging on this stuff and i just walk around and start doing burpees because there's no point in me holding up the line when i know i can't do that yeah. no i could look at an obstacle and tell you right off the bat if i can do it or not yeah. if they say one pull up i'm gonna say yes if they say hang from these rings i'm gonna say hard pass <laughs> but there are <laughs> other leave. obstacles where like you have to take a five gallon bucket and fill it with rocks and then walk up this mountain oh, and down this mountain and I can do that all day long. I just have to not think about it and say, I'm not going to put this bucket down until I get to the bottom. And then I just go, 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 go. And then at the end, I want to die. But besides <laughs> the point, I can do that. But then it's like, throw a spear into a bell of hay. And I'm like, I can barely pick this up over my head. I'm like, how am I going to throw it across that thing's 30 not that heavy. meters? It's, it's just fun. That one's not. Yeah. But I mean, like, like there are obstacles that I know from the get I can't do. So like the walls are hard. Um, if you don't have terrain shoes, good luck getting any kind of footing on that wall. Because yeah. we had flat running shoes and cool. we were slipping and sliding all over the place. Yeah, I'm going to get trail shoes. Yeah. Because, so the, the thing that people don't think about in these Spartan races, and I'm going to like take away the fun from some people who like will have to experience the not knowing these things, but there's some where it's like a triangle wall and there's ropes hanging down. But it's just this huge mud pit leading up to the wall. Mm -hmm. So you have to like swim through this mud and then you just, you think you're just climbing a rope up the wall to get to the other side. But you got to think hundreds of people have gone before you. The ropes are soaking wet. The mud the, is caked The wall is yeah. like caked in mud. And so you're like, oh, I can like walk up a wall, hold onto a rope. No, sir, you cannot. <laughs> Not when someone signs me up for 3 p.m. Which everyone's <laughs> been going, whatever it is. <laughs> But yeah, so, but I mean, in the morning time, like the real early morning, it's the elite people who are racing for like, yeah, no, I'm not like a that. race. It's not fun for them. It's like, hey, I'm going to win I'm this. I'm going to be the fastest people. one. Um, and we, we're just going like, just for a good time. Yeah. I'm, I'd be like that if it was only running, I'd be like, put me in the front line. I'm going to run. And, but if there's obstacles, absolutely not. That's not a race. So anymore. do you go to 5Ks and run competitively? Yes. Anytime I get on the starting line, it's game on. Like, like I am in it to win it. Have you won 5Ks? Like, like first place? Yeah. No. I've gotten first in my, like, age group. Okay. But I've never gotten first overall. Mm. So. So, funny story. In 2019, 18? I don't remember. We don't did this terrain race in oh, Pensacola. Yeah. 
Um, and it's pretty much like a mini Spartan race, but there was a kids race that, uh, that accompanied it and we signed the kids up and it's like a little half mile track. They get to go through the mud and like half fun. And so we're all at the starting line and Dallas was like, will you go with me? And I'm like, yeah. And so Elena tells him like, will you go with me? And Braylon's like, I'm fine. I got it. Right. So we're all at the starting line and we're lined up and the guy like blows the whistle or whatever the sound to start. And Elena took off the gate. Like, somebody was chasing her like it just clicked in her mind like it is go time and she took off and she won the whole thing and we're like where's elena and she's (laughs) that's when we found out she was competitive because the before the race started she's like no i don't really want to do it um (laughs) like and we're trying to convince her like come on just run with it it'll be fun fun. and she's like okay but you have to go with me you have to stay with me i was like okay fine and as soon as she heard like the horn sound yeah, it's like somebody shot her out of a cannon and she was gone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. And I turned and look at her. I was like, are you watching this? Like, I couldn't keep up with her. She just took off running because I wasn't expecting it. And yeah, she ended up winning. That's and that's when it was sick. like, she's a competitive little. <laughs> like, I'm a very competitive person and he's pretty competitive. So Elena's just like, one, she's so athletic. She's just like good at anything. She tries athletically. But man, in that moment, there was like, <laughs> she forgot everything she was worried about and she was just I'm winning this race see that's how I am when I'm running that's why I can't see anything around me I'm like in it to win it but I don't know what I'm winning I mean, that's, that's a good a, question that's a good trait to have although when you're running by yourself in an area like this it's dangerous it's and like this there's nothing wrong in this it's neighborhood it's good in a restricted no, environment like yeah. at a race site yes. not like when somebody's swerving their car at you and you don't notice yeah. oh you're right <laughs> because well if no they were to hit me here. I'd be like runner dies running and then it'd be a great headline yeah. no because like, no she sidewalks. died doing what she loves <laughs> that'd be fine it's okay i would runner dies by jogging in no. neighborhood i swear <laughs> if that is a headline i will come back from the dead uh, i will fix that yeah. i just get in i just get so into it and then i'm real competitive so when i'm at cross-country practice or track practice and one of my kids needs help i step in and i run with them like if they need help, I'm going to run beside them. I'm going to teach them whatever that they need to learn during this run that I can't coach them from, you know, a mile away. And But then I get all into it, and I'm like, I got to beat this kid. <laughs> when my intention was, like, I got to help her with her, you know, how she's stepping on the ground. But then I'm like, I can't let her beat me. <laughs> like, by some 14-year-old, like, all of a sudden, I'm, like, going to kill him. I don't know. So it when just happens. Co- when you're coaching them, good job. <laughs> Knock those headphones off. When you're coaching them, do you um, do you just, are you just like at the starting line and say, okay, go run your five, six, seven miles, whatever it is? So we have different workouts. So there's times where we run hills and I make it an out and back and an out and back and an out and back. And so I stand in the middle of it so that I can watch them and watch their form up or down the hill. There are times where I run with them. And I'm like, I'm going to run with you so I can see you the entire time to see what you're doing to help you with your form and your breathing. And then there are times where I'm like, go, you got 20 minutes, come back in 20 minutes. Show me on your phone how far you went, like the map, my run apps and stuff like that. Or we'll do it on the track so I can see them the whole time. Mm, That would suck. Do you ever get people who want to do track or cross, cross country who have never ran before? Yeah. And I tell them all the time, like people will say like, oh, I want to join the team. Like we have a pretty good reputation at school for being like a very well, like diverse, not diverse, but like we have a really good 
reputation for being very like tough and we have good sportsmanship and we represent what a team should be whether we win or not we do win i'll just point that out but (laughs) it's got a very good reputation and so there are people who are like oh i want to be on that team but i can't run and i tell them like well that's literally my job is to teach you how to run. So I've taken kids, when they start running, you're like, oh my God, like this kid. Like I have seen kids come out. I had one kid a few years back who wouldn't bend his knees. I want you to imagine that. <laughs> like okay? Forrest Gump? He would not bend his knees. He looked like a mall walker. In fact, I called him mall walker, not to his face, to my assistant coach. I'd be like, how is he ever going to do three miles? Like I cannot take this kid to a meet. That is freaking embarrassing. And you tell him to walk, his knees work all of a sudden. You say run and he straight, le- like stiff legs, just this weird shuffling thing. I mean, for miles, I can't you just begin. Up and kicked him in the back of the knee. And I would be like, "Your," I would yell. I'd be like, "Your knees work!" And like, it wouldn't help. And I would just tell my assistant, "I'm like, we can't take him. Like, we can't." And that's when I came up with the rule that you had to be under a certain time because I'm like, I'm not taking this kid. Like, that's embarrassing for him. Like, no. Was there just something wrong with his leg? No, he just couldn't run. Like, I'm not kidding oh. you when I say he couldn't run. Like, he had never done it. I guess I don't know how he made it through life. Like, how did he play at recess? Got a for sure. And so I don't remember how long it took or what. Like, we tried all different types of drills, and then one day he just took off and his knees worked. And I was like, Oh my god, he's running! (laughs) (laughs) Like, then he got he was pretty good. Like, he was a very decent little runner. But the day it happened, I was like, The ball walker, the ball walker's running. The ball walker's everyone look at him. (laughs) Like, all the kids were like, Whoa! (laughs) That that would be so difficult (laughs) to teach them. Just to like not get frustrated. Oh no, I get frustrated. <laughs> I get. I have kids. You who get have, frustrated to them though. Yes. Yeah. But I tell <laughs> as, them as a coach, you would. Yeah. But I tell them the moment I stop correcting you, you should know that in that moment I have decided to give up on you because you're not. I feel like you're never going to get better. So as long as I'm correcting you, I believe you can get better. The moment I just let you all willy nilly do what you want is when I'm like, forget it. She's going to do what she wants to do, and that's it. So like I, I have kids that I like I, I say the same thing to them every day for years. I'm like, stomp your left foot in the ground one more time. You sound like a platypus and uh, it doesn't fix anything. And I'm just like, whatever. But I still tell them I try and they'll figure it out. The young ones are the ones that like baby giraffes. They show up and they're like, I've never ran. I'm like, let's see what you got. And then I'm like, oh, crap. No, this is bad. <laughs> or they'll show up and be like, I'm just here to lose weight. And I'm like, oh, gosh. So are there like tryouts or... I can have an unlimited JV. Okay. So I take everybody. I only cut them. The only time I cut a kid is if they are, I guess, not a good kid, um, personality-wise. Like, I don't care what kind of run you are. But if you backtalk me, I'm cutting you. So I just get rid of, I just weed them out. And I'm like, if I, because I tell them, if I can't leave you on a bus by yourself, if I don't think I can trust one of you, I'm just going to get rid of you. Because I'm not going to have a team that I don't trust. So I just weed out the the ones I don't trust. I'm like, yeah, he's sketchy. <laughs> you got in trouble today in class. You're done. Like, bye. And so I keep the good ones. The good, the good kids. Whether they <laughs> run well or not. Because I love them. Do people get forced onto your team? Yes. Um, by parents. That happens a lot. And you can see it in their face. And Because I, I can tell pretty early on. Like, whether they like it or not, you can see it on their face. And I'll pull them aside and I'll be like, why are you running? Like, why? What? Is someone making you? And they'll be like, yeah, my dad or my mom, grandma. And I'm like, oh, it's going to be a long season. And I'm not so hard on them. Like, I, t- I coach them differently because I'm just like, hey, bud, just finish your race. Like, 
just do what you can. Like, it's, I'm sorry. Like, I apologize to them. But if there's a kid who's like, no one's forcing me and I hate this, I'm like, no hard feelings. Bye. <laughs> I would feel the same way if someone stuck me in, like, figure skating. Like, you can leave. Like, <laughs> So why are they usually put in, is there a typical reason or? Some of them are like, I did it in eighth grade and I wanted to try it. And then they hate it. Or their parents did it uh, and they want their kids to do it. Okay. That's, or they're like, I need it. I need them to do it. So it'll help them in the next sport. And then the kid just looks like, like soccer, football, or something. miserable. Yeah, Cause I could see that like in, 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 you know, the high visibility sports like football and basketball and baseball, like, yeah, no one watches it, us. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's true. But I mean, cause we're not much of a spectator sport. Yeah. Like you can see your mom at the starting line. Then you see your mom get the finish line. No one knows what happened in between there. Yeah. So, so but it's I like, mean, yeah, that's kind of how I was thinking of like, do coaches force like, okay, hey, you sucked at running this season in soccer, so to make the team next year, you're going to do track in between or you're going to do cross country um, in between? That's illegal. You can't force a kid to do a sport. Yeah. But there this. are very – there. it does happen. You can highly encourage or I'm not going to let you Right, the and there – yes, that it happens. There are coaches that say, like, you're going to do blank or you're not going to be on varsity. I've never done that, though. Like, I – not because it's – a rule like yeah I'm gonna follow the rules but at the same time like to put that pressure on a kid and to force them to do something that they don't want to do especially running like I'm like the whoever forces their athletes to do cross country I just want to be like how about you sir jump in and try this too because I bet you couldn't and you're forcing your kid to do it but it happens um it is what it is for fuck what was gonna be my question Oh, do you guys have an off season? Uh, November and December. And then I guess maybe June and July. So when does your season run through? August. So cross country goes from August until October. And then we don't have anything November and December. Track starts in January and then it runs until now. Do you still have cross country classes though? Yeah, but they're normally the same kids. So my cross-country kids have just moved to track. Oh. So I just coach them around and change the workouts to accommodate their, the race that they're doing. Do some kids do one but not the other? Yeah. And so the kids who do cross-country but not distance track just move into an off-season, and I just run them through, like, conditioning and more weightlifting. And do you come like up that. with all the programs? Yes. All the workouts. Mm-hmm. I thought for a while, like, Braylon was going to be really interested in running because she was bringing it up a lot, and she's like, I want to run. And then she ran with you a couple times. Once. (laughs) It was once. I thought she ran with you more than once. No, No. she ran with me once. But she was, she said she, I don't remember what she said, but I was like, if you would stop talking the entire time and focus on what you were doing, you might enjoy it more. She's like, I wasn't. And I'm like... I imagine you just. I think that's their age, though. Yeah, she enjoys it. She just doesn't want to go far. Do it as often. Yeah, like she'll. I think she'd be better at track, like not long distance running. Yeah, just the fast, the fast thing. She's built for middle distance or distance. Yeah, well, when she found gymnastics, she was hooked. So she doesn't want to do anything else. But every once in a while, she'll like, I want to go on a run. But see, and that's how you keep their love for it. When did you start running? When do I start? No, when, when When did you start running? Junior high. <clears throat> I was in like seventh grade and I was in PE because I didn't want to do sports because I'm not coordinated in any way, shape or form. <laughs> I cannot catch, throw, pass. Like there is nothing that I can do. <laughs> and that's why these obstacles are about to be hilarious in this Spartan race. I cannot coordinate it. 
and I was in PE and we ran the PE for the mile, like, or the mile for PE. And I'm, I beat the school record no shit. just like willy nilly running a mile. And they're like, you should do track. And I was like, no, I hate running. Like I just did that because you told me to do it and I did it. <laughs> and I was like, I came home and I was like, mom, I beat the record. They want me to do track. And she said to try it. And I went and then I was like, mom, they made, they made me keep running. <laughs> Like every day I go, they make me run. And she was like, that's what it is. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing this. That's like, what track is. <laughs> Someone keeps making me run. And she was like, that's what track. I was like, I don't, I can't do this. But my dad was a big runner. He ran in college. He was like big time runner. So the moment I started running, he was like, I'm going to coach you. And what that meant was he would take me out to the college track and say, keep up with me or doing it again. And I would kill myself trying to keep up with him in whatever distance. And I hated it, but I was so scared of doing it again. Like, I got I to gotta stay with dad or else he'd make me do this again, which he would. And so, and we would go on these long neighborhood runs where I couldn't find my way home. So I'd have to stay with him. <laughs> and I was like dying. And then after a while, I was like, when I got good, I was like, man, I really like this. But to get to that point, my motivation was like, I don't, I was, it was like a fear of punishment. Like I'm yeah. doing, I'm going to keep working really hard because I'm afraid of making dad mad or letting him down. But then I got to the point where I was like, man, I'm pretty good at this. He signed me up for a 5k in like eighth grade. I had only been doing it for like a year. Oh my God. I got dead last. Actually, I got second to last because he was dead last because he wouldn't let me finish last. But I was the only kid in my division. So I got a first place medal. So he was like, oh, Aaron got first. And I was just like, the van <laughs> followed me the whole way. Like the finishing vehicle, the one that picks people up. Like I was dying. And so, but my grandpa was a runner. And so they were like, oh, Aaron's going to be good. And I was like, I hate this. And then I, it just all of a sudden became me. Like I moved into high school and I was like, I love running, but I love running. And just got worse. Like the older I get, the more that I'm like weird about running. So you it's ran worse. You ran on the team in high school? I did not until my senior year. I had hip <laughs> surgeries. So it put did me. Did you say hip surgeries? I had hip surgeries. I did. So when I started running, it wasn't a problem until about freshman year. I don't know what happened. It was. It got to be really painful to run, which, but when you tell your coach or anybody, it hurts. And I even do it as a running coach. I'm like, dude, running hurts your body. Like, it happens. But it got to the point where my hips would swell up so badly, I couldn't get my shorts off or like it hurt. I couldn't lay down for very long. I couldn't sit for very long, couldn't stand for very long. Like it just got to the point where it, my hips were always swollen. And so we went to the doctor and they pulled me out of all physical activity for a year and it didn't get any better. They put me on anti-inflammatories for a long time. I'd have to take them every four hours. So I'd have to wake up in the night too to take them because it was, it was really bad. But, like, you can't take that kind of medicine for the rest of your life every four hours, especially when you're, like, 15, 16. Um, I got two rounds of steroid injections. It, one of them had, like, gave me, like, nerve damage in the side of my legs. Uh, and then at one point, they're like, all we have left is surgery. So they did one. And uh, they did one because if it didn't heal right, I wouldn't be able to walk. And so it was one of those things, but it hurt so badly. Like the idea of not being able to walk or anything, I was like, we got to chop up my leg and fix it. So it healed and I did the other one. And then my senior year, I could do sports. Damn. So And you just started running again from like from not nothing. doing anything from three years? Yeah. So, and when, when I started, I had a really bad limp because what they did was they cut the tendon in my hip. So I no longer could lift my leg up. 
like there was no mobility. You, it was no longer attached, physically not attached. And so though they were worried it wasn't going to grow back and attach. Like that's always something. So I was on crutches just dragging my leg around because it's not attached <laughs> to move. And so when I started running, I had like these weird limps and like it didn't, it just looked stupid. <laughs> and <clears throat> I did cross country because it starts in August and I had my last surgery in like May. And so, but it hurt. It was painful. I just wanted to be able to run. So I pushed through it. I cried a lot. Like I was a big baby. Like it was bad. And That's I was not being a big baby. <laughs> it hurt, but I finished every race I started and I did it. And then I kept running and then when track rolled around in January, I was really good. So I was like anchor on all the relays, went to regionals. It was still very painful. And then when I started college, I started doing slower distance running because it was less painful. And then I ended up seeing it was still painful. So I got a specialist in Austin, specializes in runners with hip problems, sent me back to rehab for like a summer physical therapy. And then I was good from there. So it took a long time. Were you on a team in college? No. I thought about it. It was still painful, though. Yeah. Because I was still doing physical therapy through college. So if you weren't, like, if you didn't run for the majority of your high school and you didn't run in college, how did you get a coaching position to run? Um, so... <laughs> you were just when, like, hey, I ran in middle school. I think I got so this. What happened, so <laughs> I, the first school I got to is a very small school, and they lost, like... 60% of their coaches, which is normally a bad sign. You would not go to a job in which 60% of their employees said, I'm out. And then you're like, oh, I wouldn't work here. Like, that's not a good sign. <laughs> but I was brand new. I was 22, first coaching job. And the the per- principal, AD, whatever, they're like, we'll give you a head coaching position if you show up here. <laughs> All you got to do and is I was, show up. <laughs> for real, I was like 22. And I remember being like, what? Like, I get to be a head coach? They gave me volleyball, and I admitted to them I've never seen a volleyball game. I've never maybe even touched a volleyball. I'm going to be real <laughs> with you guys. Like I, and you're going to give me seventh grade, so I had to teach fundamentals. Of, and I was like, guys, I got to go figure out which one's a volleyball. <laughs> like, I got to figure out the rules. How many people are on a court? Like, what? <laughs> I don't even know anything. Like, they gave me a sport I'd never seen. They gave me basketball, which I've only watched the NBA. Let me tell you. The seventh grade girls are not like the NBA, so that was hard. Um, and they gave me track and cross country. So I was the head coach of cross country, and I knew about running because I run on my own. And so that two years of experience of being a head coach looked real good on a resume from that point forward. <laughs> so when I applied for this job here in San Angelo, I was able to put I was a head coach. And they were like, oh, she's great. Move her in this head coaching position. So now I'm golden, like... I've been a head coach since I was 22. It just, my first job was someone they were like desperately needing employees and like, what are you good at? You run head coach. You want to be a head coach? You you got it. It's all you. <laughs> Do they ask for um, <clears throat> like winning percentage or anything like that? It's on my, it, like on my resume, it'll be like how many times I've been to state, regional appearances, all those things. So, but when I first got that job, they were like, you run? Outside on your own? Yep, you're qualified. <laughs> and I took that job. <laughs> it's um, hilarious. So when you coach, I know, like, I don't know if you want to say or whatever, but I know you have, like, your preference of running shoes. Mm-hmm. But do you make, or not make, but do you, 
does your team wear a certain brand of shoes or do they just wear whatever shoes they're comfortable so in? they show up in whatever they're comfortable in and sometimes that means hey dudes and fans <laughs> and i'm like whoa home skillet absolutely not that's <laughs> not gonna fly so i go and i buy the most basic running shoe by asics like their basic line the cheapest one because i'm on a budget and i buy enough pairs for everybody i get them all fitted and i give them all the same shoe like and you get the shoe fitted not the size they think they wear but the actual size right because i have inventory and i'll be like try this on try this on try this on and then i order everybody the shoe that they need and then they all have to wear it for practice and i tell them if you have shoes you want to wear to a race that's different you can wear whatever shoe you want for a race. If that means freaking hey dudes, whatever dude, like you'll you'll learn that that's gonna suck. But they have to practice in those shoes, and I tell them I explain the science of shoes. We sit them down in my classroom. I explain it all, and I'm like, you're gonna practice in these. You can race in whatever you want. Ninety five percent of the kids will race in those shoes. If a kid develops problems in the shoes I've given them, I send them to the trainers, and they figure out if they need a completely different shoe based on their gait and their foot strike or if they just need like heel cups and stuff yeah do they get to keep the shoe yeah i don't want those back (laughs) that's what i was thinking that's like you said i have inventory i was like because there are times i'll be like the kid is in between sizes i'll order both and then i always like just through the years you get shoes kids quit they don't show up and you just have shoes so it's gross but oh i don't want those shoes that's how we did football that's disgusting yeah Yeah. cleats you Helmets, turn back in? shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah they everything. were all reused. Yeah. Everything, gloves. Uh, um, spandex. Yeah, yes. all types of things. Yeah, running shoes, you run the miles out of them. Like, you can't put them on a kid if you wanted to after that. Yeah. Socks, everything was reused. Uh, the only thing that I had that was mine uh, were was my undershirt that yeah. I wore under my pads. Everything else belonged to the that's school. That's disgusting. That's it is. And I think that's why my budget... It sucks because the, I lose all those shoes every year. So yeah. it's a thousand, two thousand dollars worth of stuff that I have to keep spending money on every year because I can't get them back. Uniforms? Do you reuse uniforms? Yeah, I reuse uniforms. I reuse everything besides so, shoes. I, and I'm not smart on any of this because obviously I don't work at a high school or a middle school. But um, do they have to pay a fee to be in the sport no. to like get the shoes Mm-mm. and to get the, all that? You just, it's like, hey, you're in this team. Here's a new pair of shoes. Oh, yeah. And Market, I would just sign up for your sport and get shoes that and take actually, off. That actually, and I noticed real quickly, which of my kids, my runners are underprivileged because they really quickly become their school shoes. Yeah. And and I get them new ones before track starts because they've ran the miles at them. They're not really high-end shoes. So six months, all those miles, like they're done. I'll get them a second pair and they get so excited. Like, Can you not, like the ones who are in cross country and track, you can't get them a better shoe? Because you won't have to spend the money again in the next right. season. Right, so I'm I'm looking into it. I already have another shoe lined up. Um, it's just such a, it sucks. It's a big purchase. It is, yeah. And it's one of those things that if I purchase it, I'm like, we're not going to have backpacks next year, you know, because the kids, you get more kids every year, and then I just need more equipment all the time. And it's, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get them up to a better shoe. That's my goal. What shoe do you run in, babe? Uh, I have, I had a six, my last pair of shoes, the ones I did my marathon training, random marathon, they were under armor shoes. Um, but the ones I have now, fuck the one with the pointy thing. They're 60 ones. No, they're not Brooks. I can't remember what they are. Zuno. 
Sakoni. What's a pointy thing? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't remember. They're good shoes. I just, I didn't go off a brand or anything. I just. Uh, the way it felt. So the way it looked and then the way they felt. So and people will think, and that's a really big misconception as well. Someone will be like, I've tried Asics. I didn't like them. Well, you tried one shoe of Asics and each running company makes shoes for people with this style, people with this style, people with this style, this foot strike, this gait. And if you pick one shoe from that company and it doesn't match your gait or your foot strike and it bothers you, people will write off the whole line of shoes and be like i tried those once and you're like well you tried that one shoe once go to a different model it's like saying you don't like ford because you had one shitty car when they make a whole bunch of other ones that's really not comparable i don't know why i said that yeah the ones that (laughs) i no it makes makes sense the ones that i got so they have a bigger uh sole on the heel Mm -hmm. so more cushion and uh because when i had my my under armor shoes they were more padded on the front they were running shoes, but they had more padding on the front for those that run on the, on the pads of your feet. feet. Yeah, or the right. balls of your feet. And uh, I was forced to run that way. And I didn't realize it until late, but I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just, like, I'm comfortable with these. I'm broken in. I'm going to run it that way. Um, but as I got more tired, I started heel striking. Yeah. So that's why I got these. I was like, eventually, because I was training for a marathon again, and then I just quit. Um, <laughs> but I was like, so I'm planning for the second half of the run rather than the front half. Right. You plan for the part that you need the support the most. Yeah. So that's why I got the cu- the ones with the bigger cushion in the back. And when I start heel striking, it's not as bad. You're not tearing yourself up. Yeah. Yep. Do you go to like um, a place, like when you found the shoes that you run in now, did you go get all that tested to find those shoes? Or did you kind of just be like, ah, oh, these are No. Cute. So I was stuck <laughs> on A6 Cano for like 15 years. It's the only shoe I ran in. And I still had shin splints and knee problems, but it was the shoe that gave me the least amount of problems. So I refused to try any other shoe. And I went to Randy's bike and run and Randy is a runner. And he was like, try these shoes. And I was like, no way. Can't change it. Like I cannot change my shoe. He's like, if you don't like them, just bring them back. You know, like it's a free trial. Oh shit. Why would I say no to something like that? So I was like, all right. Like if you are willing, like if you trust them that much, I never went back. I have not had shin splints. I have not had a single problem since I switched to those shoes. And I even, he let me meet the rep that comes down so that he could explain the science of all the other lines that they make. And I could sit in and listen on it. And like, those shoes are freaking my shoe. I'm never going to switch back. Are they super expensive? They're no different than any other running shoe. In fact, they might be a little cheaper. Because it's not a, a name that everybody knows. So, yeah. But, oh, I love them so much. Like, I wish I could buy them for all my kids, but I definitely can't do that. So. <laughs> but I do tell them, you should go to Randy's Bike and Run and get a new pair of shoes. But I work on the north side, so that's <laughs> never it's never going to happen. Those kids. Where is that at? Lakeview that, or Randy's? No, Randy's. On Oaks. That's oh man, it's the It's a small tan building. It's the Does it like look next super to that. Classy? No. No, it's it's <laughs> It's like a sarcastic. stucco building. Yeah, it's <laughs> like a stucco building and it has a cyclist on the outside. It's on like a I want to say it's on a corner but it's more like a peninsula looking thing. Yeah. Right by a really pretty church across the street and next to a taco shop. Yes. So you know when we used to live over there on the Landies and you keep on going this road that you turn on to go to gymnastics, mm-hmm. take a left. 
And it's one of those little buildings right there. It's very small. Unless you're looking for it, you might so not So there's like it. the vet there. No, no, Is no. It's before, it's before that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm really I, bad with directions. It's... Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, if you recommend him, I've never, I've seen the place and I'm like, whoa, how's he's, that? He's very knowledgeable. Does he have one of those machines yeah. that you run on though and it tells you like you should wear this kind? No, he'll just look at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He fit me on my bike. He's really knowledgeable. So he's the one that fit me to my bike and has given me all the, he's like my running coach when I need help. That's who I go to. You know, people like that should have bigger business. Like yeah. He's the only running store in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the only one. I mean, you can go to like finish line and go buy your own pair of shoes, but I've walked into Academy and been like, do you have shoes that meet the blah, 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 this criteria? And they're like, what? What color? And Nike's I'm like, you didn't <laughs> ask for that. But So he's the only person in town that has a running store and is knowledgeable of yeah. running because he's been a runner and he's been a cyclist. So, so for all your running and biking needs, go to Randy's. Bike and run. Bike and run. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's oh it's close to base. Yeah, it's yeah. he's really nice too. He's always been super helpful. Super. Does helpful. he have like weird hours? No. Oh, you know how some places they'll have like weird hours because they have a different job besides. No, that? that's his job. Okay, so we get Randy on the podcast. He's. I'm sure he's got cool stories. He's ran a lot. He's done a lot. He's way smarter than me. Way smarter. But you were, you've been looking <laughs> for new running shoes. Well, I mean, you have those running shoes that you got at Academy, but looking for, like, specific running shoes? Yeah, I was, but I'm I'm not anymore because... You're not training for the Yeah, marathon. I'm not. I'm no longer training for the marathon. I what happened r- with your half? Sorry, I did I it. You. On but my I mean, own. like, are they rescheduling it? They or? did reschedule it. It already happened. They rescheduled it on the day that I couldn't do it because of a track meet. And did you so, get all your stuff? Uh, yeah, I signed up for the virtual portion and then submitted my time to them. And then it's going to take a while because, uh, they're engraving my time on the back of the metal. Nice. All right. So then they'll send it in. Nice. So I'm still pissed that my marathon medal is some like fucking piece of shit. My half marathon. It doesn't even say marathon. On yeah. It. My half marathon medal is fucking amazing. It has oh, all this for that, detail. the Alamo one. Yeah. See, I did the half, so it's going to be a cannon. It's going to have my time on the back. See what happens when you go, you only do half of something? <laughs> well, no, he, <laughs> he did the half marathon for the Alamo. Yeah. But, but it's the full one that you got gypped. Some. Yeah, the one that he did, that was in Las Cruces, New Mexico. That's why. Why would you and do New Mexico? And it's just like this white lanyard type deal, and it's like a gold looks like you got it on a candy machine. Yeah, it doesn't it does. even say marathon on it, it or does. anything. Or it's fucking bullshit. I run four finisher medals. Yeah. 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 I was so excited for the medal and too. T-shirts. And then when they gave it to me, I was like, what the fuck is this? I run for t-shirts and the swag that comes with the races. Yeah. You get a t-shirt and swag. See? From the I'm Spartan in. race. Well, I'm already in because yeah. I clearly paid for that. So. And the medals for the Spartan race are fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've seen yours. So. Yeah. Did you use the USA discount when you booked it? I don't or the know. one that I, I sent you? Clicked whatever link you sent, yeah. And then I sent it to Justin. So From yours? Said, right. I know. I was like, why did she sign up different than Justin? And then I was like, oh, maybe they're in a fight. I'm not going to ask questions. And then <laughs> <laughs> he was sitting across the room and I signed up for it. And, and then, then a I was few like, minutes later, you link. sent me this screenshot of both of y'all. And I was like, what the? Like, why wouldn't they just sign up together? <laughs> but that makes more sense. Yeah. I signed You're up and then I sent him the thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think we can wrap it up there. All right. That was a good one. Are you going to go run? 
Yeah, I am. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. I haven't ran today. I will not sleep well if I don't run. I'm like a dog. <laughs> you need to burn off that coffee you just drank at 7 p.m. Well. It's 8 now. That's okay. Oh, it is 8. All right. Well, um, so if you live in San Angelo, go to Randy's Bike and Run. Mm-hmm for all your running and biking needs and then be my running partner and then yes come be aaron's partner yes running partner running partner let's be specific yeah running partner <laughs> that's weird just make sure that you have plans or she'll be on you no uh, oh my god <laughs> you, can, you can jog with her all you me. want don't we're not jogging <laughs> we're running all right um make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it uh on apple podcast scroll down to the bottom Give us a five-star review. So if you haven't done that, do it. I already did that <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> Hook us up. Uh, we've got some awesome new changes coming to the po- podcast starting next week. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so just look for, stay tuned for some more stuff. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm excited like a little kid. Stupid. <laughs> all right. Um, babes. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub Scouts. We'll see y'all next week. Later. Later.